The issues that matter most, right here. The Drew Mariani Show. On Relevant Radio. The AI revolution is here and it's changing the way we do everything. But along with convenience and increased productivity, there are dangers, including the ultimate danger, the end of all human life on Earth. Tonight, a stark warning that artificial intelligence could lead to the extinction of humanity. Could lead to the extinction of humans. The end of humanity, ushered in not by pandemic, nuclear war or climate change, but by the machines. Dozens of industry leaders, including the CEO of ChatGPT creator OpenAI, the experts signed the statement which says mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks such as pandemics and nuclear war. It's the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of... Uh, conversations about artificial intelligence lately and uh, some of that audio came from heads of Google from the Y files from a lot of different places uh, you know we've talked a lot about what AI is going to do right? how it's going to transform the future how it is going to uh, you know, the concern was initially take over jobs right I, I, it's far more concerning than that and I want to have a great conversation today with Dr. Eugene Gahn. He's going to be stopping me in a quick, stopping by in a quick second. You can join us too. Uh, you know, this AI is learning at an unbelievable rate, and its knowledge base is continuing to grow. Uh, there's concern it will become more intelligent than us. There's even talk about consciousness. And I want to talk about that too. Can can an AI become conscious? Some of these, some of these developers think it can. Can it escape? Can it um, can it eradicate the human race? It was asked that question by a couple of very clever people, and it laid out a scenario as to how it would do it. It's not supposed to tell you, but there, there's ways to manipulate how you speak to it that has it kind of tell you things, and that's what ultimately happened. So I thought we'd talk all things AI today. If you want to get in, uh, if you've got a question, a comment, an experience with it, I'm going to give you the number. Put this in your speed dial and use it. It's 888-914-9149. I'm Drew Mariani. It's really good to be here with you today. And if you missed any of our conversations, or if you want to revisit this again a little later because you got to run, you can simply stream it at relevantradio.com or get it wherever podcasts are, are, are found. Uh, last week in New Hampshire, just to put some stuff into perspective for you, uh, people were getting robocalls, right? And it sounded like President Joe Biden was calling them. And those calls were telling them, don't go and vote. You don't want to vote in the upcoming primary. You know what happened? It was a deep fake. It was a deep fake. Someone used artificial intelligence to copy Joe Biden's voice and make it say those things. So when these elections come up, I've talked a little bit about election integrity earlier today. Man, you've got to be super vigilant. If something doesn't sound right or smell right, you better double check it. Maggie, maybe we can pull up the Patrick Madrid uh, promo that Cyrus did. Uh, with AI. We can run that too. That's pretty cool. Because uh, they have Snoop Dogg do a promo here at Relevant Radio. <laughs> You'll have to check that out. I'll, I'll run that for you coming up. Matt, you'll, we'll dig that up for you. But look, this type of stuff is not limited, let's just say, to the government figures or to the U.S. Uh, there was it, it hit the Catholic Church. Uh, Cardinal uh, Carlos Rietes, he's the Archbishop of Mexico City, he recently had, a, well, he had his voice added to a video. It was put out by a company saying that he's been cured, he had diabetes, cured by a miracle drug. 
that this company produces. So this company puts it out. You got the personal testimony of a high-ranking church prelate saying, oh, I've been cured. This is a miracle drug. Of course, it never happened. Cardinal comes out. He warns his flock. You got to be weary, you know, very wary. You know, be careful about what you, you listen to and hear on the Internet. But look, this is just, these are small examples. AI is going to push, it's going to be pushed on you. You're going to experience, it's going to be part of your life. Whether you like it or not, these these experts at Google and, and uh, you know, all these different places, OpenAI, et cetera, they were initially saying this is five years, 10 years. Now they're saying it's just a couple years away. Toy companies right now are coming out with small robots with AI that will interact with young children. I don't know what I was watching last night. I don't know whether it was a CBS piece or a news piece somewhere. Or, and, and it showed Elon Musk's new ro robot that's out, Optimus. And it was folding clothes. The robot's only 20 grand. And you might say, oh, 20 grand's a lot. Well, this is the first version of it. Imagine how much your cell phone was when it first came out. You imagine having a robot in your house? It'll vacuum the floor. It'll fold your wash. It'll put away the dishes. It'll do your dishes, maybe. This, this stuff's coming, I'm telling you. Of course, um, you know, with artificial intelligence, it might even be able to dialogue with you. And there's other areas, and I don't want to go to them on the air, on the air here with you because this is a... It's a Catholic network here, but there are some real areas, and you can only imagine where uh, these things are going to be abused uh, or they're going to lead to uh, a real abuse uh, of, of, of what they should be used for. Um, so uh, let's talk about it, okay? I, I, one other thing here, and I'll get your calls, and we'll bring Dr. Gahn on. One final note. As I said, I've been watching for the past two weeks long-form interviews and podcasts on artificial intelligence from some of the brightest people in the industry. And I want to talk about the threat to the human race as well and, and what it might mean. But uh, there are people right now using AI for religious purposes. I saw a story in Bloomberg. They were reporting that um, Anthony uh, Lewandowski, he's a pioneer of those self-driving cars, a very controversial Silicon Valley, Valley figure. He announced the return of his AI-dedicated church. You talk about false gods, right? Lewandowski started his Way of the Future Church, right? That's what it was called. This is back in 2015. While well, he was an engineer on, I think, Google's self-driving project, Waymo. But uh, the original church, was it was shut a few years later. But now, it, this new venture already has a couple thousand people. <laughs> a couple thousand people trying to build a spiritual connection with the AI. Will AI one day be worshipped? I'm going to argue it will be. This super intelligence, this thing that comes up with new inventions and creations, people want something to worship. You know, they reject the true God, but in their heart they long for the truth. And this is part of the great deception. There's also someone who put together an AI-generated image of Jesus that's being passed around on Instagram. Did anybody see that? Um, it's... It's similar to those chain letters that people used to do when you were a kid. I don't know if you remember those. You had to pass a letter on or bad luck's going to happen. If you don't pass this on, this is going to happen to you. you know, it's kind of driven out of fear. Well, the image claims you have to say you believe and share it. Otherwise, you risk damnation, right? So there's so much to talk about. Let's get into it. 888 Dr. Eugene Gahn joins me right now. He uh, can be found. He's uh, on, online at Eugene Gahn, 
Weebly.com. Eugene Gon.weebly.com wrote a book called Infinite Bandwidth Encountering Christ in the Media. And he's been a regular here. Uh, he's been kind of my go to uh, expert when it comes to uh, AI because he's such a balanced look. He's able to look at this through the framework of our faith and uh, serves as a faculty associate at the Veritas Center, professor of interactive media communications and fine arts at Franciscan University of Steubenville. And he's with us this afternoon to to join you and to join me in conversation. Hi, Doctor. Hi, Drew. Good to be with you. Good to be with you. So much going on. And, you know, maybe we start with something I didn't mention yet. Uh, Musk's Neuralink, uh, Neuralink oh, implant. Yeah. I spoke about that a little bit earlier in the week. I know you heard about that. Uh, oh, yeah. they've, they've combined a brain organoid with electric components, and they're calling this beast BrainAware. Um, man, we are we're speeding down this this super highway of, of technology right now from Neuralink implants, which can be good, but there's also great dangers. I, if, if anyone missed that conversation, do a search for Neuralink. Uh, it was a great conversation with uh, Father Tapa Holchak from the National Catholic Bioethics Center earlier in the week because there's some real abuses that could take place. AI, another one of those areas that's accelerating. Uh, doctor, your thoughts on all this? Let me throw it to you. I, there, I mentioned a lot of different things. Where yeah, are you? Because I, I know you track this stuff pretty closely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, what? right before I, we dive into this, I just want to tell our, our listeners that um, in preparing for this, I wanted to pray, as I normally do, uh, you know, in preparing for this. And I'm, I'm also fasting for all of you guys and, and myself and our listeners. And, um, you know, I was just praying and asking our Lord for a word, and the word that came was revival. <laughs> and, and it was a revival, I got the sense, not just in praise and worship, suddenly in praise and worship, but also in silence and intimacy with Jesus, that kind of revival for all of us, because it's through that intimacy with Jesus, it's through praising Him, thanking Him, that we start to view the world with, with and through the Holy Spirit, with and through our Lord's eyes, and with His heart, with His mind, so that we can be looking at all this AI and saying, wait a minute, and discerning and saying, wait a minute, you know, what is this here? Or maybe this is something good, or maybe this is not. But we need to be looking at it with Jesus' mind and Jesus' heart. And so this, this word started coming uh, um, a, a number of times, revival. So I just wanted to c communicate that to our listeners uh, right now, just to pray for that, Amen. pray for more Holy Spirit, Amen. pray for Jesus' mind and heart. So let's dive into, yeah, like you said, Elon Musk. Um, yeah, he's, he's touting it as a telepathy kind of product so that you could put it into your, into your brain, have this implant in your brain, and then be talking to different types of technologies. And yeah, it, it sounds like the intention behind it is good. You know, you could, you could have people who are, who are um, uh, paraplegics uh, talking to their, their chairs, talking to other technologies, who are some form of uh, where technology starts to support uh, the human person. But then I kind of contrast that at the same time with another news article that comes up and says, directed energy is being weaponized and individuals' brains can be targeted by microwaves, according yeah. to this um, uh, senior economist, uh, former senior economist of the uh, World Health Organization. So, you know, directed energy targeted at our brains on the one hand, and on the other hand, having this implant in our brains, yeah. <laughs> controlling technology. So there is always this, this, this issue. What I'm more concerned about is what the global elites, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, what they're really pushing for 
and the control that AI gives them um, over us, over you and I. And, yeah. and, and their so-called misinformation, disinformation, all that stuff, um, yeah. they're, they're pushing that, but then they have an agenda behind that that is very much counter the human dignity, yeah. the human person. My guest today, Dr. Eugene Gan. If you want to join us, feel free to. Let's uh, grab a few calls, doctor. We'll jump right into the numbers, 888-914-9149. Michael is in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Michael, thanks for joining us. Go right ahead. You're on with Dr. Gan. Well, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I just had a couple thoughts or points. Um, mm-hmm. Just bringing in some, you know, science fiction movies from the past that I'm sure we've all liked to watch until, you know, this conversation comes up. Something being like The Terminator. Oh, uh, sure. Matrix, stuff like that, yeah. you know, I mean, and even back as far back as Star Trek, you know, we think we have like tablets now or our phones and stuff like we, we as a creative being, you know, create these things that think are interesting and fun. But, you know, in other times we, you know, we created the atomic bomb, which became a hazard. And now it's, you know, worried about nuclear war. So it's like, what have we learned from the past? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a thought of, yes, it was a good intentions and they're good in movies, but you know, even in the films themselves, they say, we never learned from our past. You know, we still created this stuff. So it can happen in somewhat of a science fiction realm. Why couldn't it possibly happen in the real world? And especially even at this, you know, kind of infant stage of AI. And like I said, they're starting to getting more aware, which is similar to both, you know, Terminator and uh, The Matrix. But yeah, I'm right. just trying to bring that to light just how we've, we've created those science fiction stories and then... Right. It's come to fruition, kind of. It, it's sort of like it's even kind of prepping us to be comfortable with a new norm, isn't it? And 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 that's why, again, you know, just coming back to what is what is the uh, Catholic worldview here? What is Jesus's heart in this? You know, where are the technologies supporting and and upholding human dignity, and where is it actually denigrating it? That's that's a huge concern that we we need to constantly be vigilant about. You know, if you don't mind, I, I, I just want to bring in something that really hit my heart sure. recently. Um, it was just a couple of days ago about this news article where it talked about uh, deep fakes. You know, Drew, you brought it up earlier, deep right. fakes, where there are these uh, young girls who, well, boys, uh, young boys, grade school uh, police uh, saying that these children as young as grade six, and they're putting their classmates, these boys are putting their, their, their female classmates on deep fake nudes and, and pornographic type material and really hurting those young girls. And, and it, it just cut me to the heart. I, I, I was just praying for, for these people. It, it, it's, it's hitting home really closely. You know, uh, these are our brothers and sisters here. And, um, uh, or, or even the other news article in, in terms of deep fakes, uh, uh, the uh, World Economic Forum. They had the Argentinian. Did you guys see this? The, the, the that whole Argentinian uh, uh, president, and he was speaking in his native language, mm. but it was seamlessly, si- simultaneously rendered into English, including his voice, his accent, no. his mouth movement. That is so cool. facial features and everything. 
Yeah, there are videos of both side by side of him speaking in his native language and then him speaking in English. See, I I travel, I'm sure you have, Ted, I've traveled all over the world, and quite often, you know, you need an interpreter, or you need to know the language, right? Or you somehow fumble through to try to communicate. Now, when you travel, uh, with my cell phone, you can download a translating software, and I can speak into it, and then it'll put it into French or Spanish or Italian or whatever language I want. The person can hear it, then they'll answer, and and it goes back, but there's this big delay. If we get AI like this, where I put something in my ear and they put something in their ear and we talk and it's seamless. I mean, that would be the coolest thing in the world. We could speak every language. Well, this is not just audio. This is video as well. So you're, you're seeing that person speak with the correct mouth movements in your own native tongue. In That's real time. wild. That's... So and Vladimir Putin, really when concerned. he gives a speech, if this is in effect, we could hear him speak in his right. own in voice. He was speaking that exactly in, 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 in English, even wow. though he was speaking originally in his native Russian, tongue. Right. And, and, and the, the concern here, again, as, as I've been saying to people already since back in November, it's that we cannot trust what we're seeing anymore. Mm. We really have to constantly be vigilant and alert, because as you had pointed out earlier, you know, Biden could be on some deep fake announcing we're at war, or I think we already are, but he could be announcing something else that would really mess up our elections. I really foresee this as, as a turning point. Um, this year, especially yeah. with all the things going on, with the prophetic consensus of what's going on with, with, with our elections coming up, uh, there is a lot to pray for and pray about. And to, to, again, that revival of drawing closer to Jesus, both in praise and worship as well as in the intimate solitude and silence with him. Yeah, these are really crazy times. We are at the advent of something so new, so large, so grand. I don't think people can really grasp the enormity of it. I, I can't see all of the ways it's going to unfold, but it's going to be significant. We, you know, what the Internet has done, with the advent of that, it's changed the world, right? AI is going to do the same thing in, in ways that are far beyond even, I think, our human comprehension. Right now, I was just reading a story earlier today before you came on about how AI, this artificial intelligence, is now giving birth to other AI. Scientists say that machine intelligence is now capable of replicating without humans. Um, that gives me a little bit of pause. Uh, the, I, I've been watching, like I said, a lot of these different podcasts and, and videos, and um, a lot of these experts are very concerned about the accelerated rate of, of learning. This thing's teaching itself foreign languages, um, dialects. It's 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 able to do things that they never expected it to be able to do. It's even lied in some tests that they've done. I'll, I'll share that story with you. But if it can replicate and if its intelligence supersedes ours, uh, do you see danger in that? Does that give you any pause? Oh, absolutely. There was a, actually... Just a few days ago, again, every, there was plenty of news. So just a few days ago, there was a study that was uh, about this set of researches. Well, they had programmed various large language models, these LLMs. And, and um, let me take one step back. I just want to remind our listeners that it is not just one AI. These AIs are really just an engine. It's a program that is trained, and depending on the models in which you train it on, it could be different. It could be uh, you know, better at, at generating art. It could be better at replacing uh, 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 audio, things like that. 
so in this particular study, this, this recent study, these researchers programmed various large language models similar to ChatGPT to behave maliciously. And then they did that in order to see what would happen if they attempt to stop that malicious behavior with various kind of safety training techniques, uh, you know, designed to prevent deception, uh, misinformation, ill intent, that kind of thing. And what they found was that despite their best efforts, the AIs continued to misbehave, continued to act maliciously. Those safety measures uh, did not kick in. They they were not effective in stopping that malicious behavior on the part of the AI. Wow, that's fascinating. Uh, you know, I, I pulled some audio for you today, and I'm going to run some okay. of this. This comes from Maggie. Open your mic because you have the the uh, audio sheet in front of me. I don't have it here. Uh, this come. This is a piece of audio uh, about containment, and this is one of the concerns people have. Okay, we need to be able right. to contain this. Who uh, who, who is uh, the uh, expert behind this one, Maggie? It looks like uh, Google was talking with DeepMind founder Mustafa Suleiman. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so this is them talking about the fact that containment with AI might not be possible. On the face of it, it does look like containment isn't possible. We haven't contained or permanently banned a technology of this type in the past. There are some that we have done, right? So we banned CFCs, for example, because they were producing a hole in the ozone layer. We've banned certain weapons, chemical and biological weapons, for example, or blinding lasers, believe it or not. There are such things as lasers that will instantly blind you. You know, so we have stepped back from the frontier in some cases, but that's largely where there's either cheaper or you know, equally effective alternatives that are quickly adopted. In this case, these technologies are omni-use. So the same core technology can be used to identify you know, cancerous tumors in chest X-rays as it can to identify a target on the battlefield for an aerial strike. So that mixed use or omni-use is going to drive the proliferation because there's huge commercial incentives because it's going to deliver a huge benefit and do a lot of good. And that's the challenge that we have to figure out is how to stop something which on the face of it is so good, but at the same time can be used in really bad ways too. Doctor, your thoughts? (laughs) Yeah, he's right. I mean, it's not a simple matter of just pooling the plug. Right. Uh, because AI would exist on multiple machines. It would exist in the cloud. And so pulling the plug on one machine is not going to make it disappear. So, yeah, uh, safety measures need to be done with with other yeah. AI, you know, fighting yeah. fire with fire, possibly. Uh, that, that's one technique of doing that. And, and yeah, to, to every weapon, there is an anti-weapon. Yeah. And it just keeps escalating that way. But that's what he was saying, too, and some of these other reviews, that the actually need, the only way we'll be able to contain an AI is it becomes far more superior to the human intellect, its knowledge base, its ability to computate, the things it can do, is to create another AI. Right, AGI, general yeah, intelligence, yeah, and then they're talking about super intelligence as well. So we're going to need to have something that will counter that. Uh, and they asked, what would happen? You know, there, there's going to be an arms race. I want to play some audio for uh, that with AI. But also, if AI did turn bad, if for some reason a bad actor got involved and somehow um, allowed this thing to go in a, in a wrong direction, uh, they laid out that scenario. But first, let me grab a couple calls for you. We'll go to uh, Bob first. He's in Stratford, Wisconsin. That's central Wisconsin. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. 
Hello, uh, Drew. Appreciate your show. You're talking about uh, AI, conscious morality, and religion. Mm-hmm. You know, in the early 1960s, it's quite a long time ago, Stanley Kubrick uh, made a movie, 2001 A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. and Hal was the computer that ran the ship. And unfortunately, he started messing up and trying to kill the crew. Good I'm morning, Dave. I can take over um, our morality, our religion, and our conscience. Mm. Yeah. Because AI can make mistakes. Yes, it can. Hey, Bob, thank you. I'm going to let uh, Dr. Gon respond to that. I know you're familiar with uh, with Hal and uh, Space Well, Odyssey. you and I both, you know, we, we have interest in sci-fi, so yes. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Heuristically algorithmic language? Hal? <laughs> Good morning, Dave. Um, yeah, I mean, they we we could see the dangers coming already, and yet uh, collectively we still went ahead with it. I mean, hey, I was there too. I I did my AI thing by programming and training an AI to do good art. You know, I yeah. called it art artificial intelligence because I was I was interested in the art cool. aspect of it. But at the end of that, it gave me pause because I was thinking at the end of it, it, w- it was automatically generating imagery that I would have considered, yeah, this is pretty good because I was training it. Wow. And, and it made me kind of think aloud and wonder, did I just somehow pl- put a part of myself into this, into these ones and zeros? It, it was kind of surreal. Yeah, it's wild. I, I, well, I'll tell you what. Hold the thought. When we come back, sure. I, I want to pick it up. There's other audio I want to play for you. And again, we're taking it. a look at artificial intelligence. We'll take a few more of your phone calls. If you're on hold, I'll get you on the air. Uh, I Initially, when AI came out, there was concern about it replacing jobs, right? And what will happen if there are automated, artificial intelligence type of robotics that will replace people's jobs. Well, just driverless cars, driverless trucks, robots to unload them, the whole litany of things. Uh, that's not my concern. <laughs> my concern is uh, how how we contain this artificial intelligence because there's some real concerns about what it can do. And uh, there's even concerns about people worshiping it and, of course, uh, the threat of war and uh, an arms race. We'll get into that and much, much more. You can join us if you want to sound off. You've got a question or some insight. Uh, you can dial in now at 888-914-9149. My guest, Dr. Eugene Gahn. I'll be back with him and more. We go there. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. A big thanks to network sponsor, the University of Dallas, a Catholic university for independent thinkers. Hurry now to compete for five full tuition scholarships at UD, a leading Catholic university. Apply by the February 14th deadline. Go to relevantradio.com slash udallas. That's relevantradio.com slash udallas. You might imagine that it gets a hold of some GPUs and tries to build a backup for itself, writes the next version of itself and makes it even smarter. Mm. But, you know, maybe you can make itself smaller, more efficient. Maybe it can back itself up in multiple places in computers where you would not expect that there was an AI on board. Maybe it can find unknown security holes in a cell phone, in many varieties of cell phones, start listening to human conversations, get more blackmail material. 
The, the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Can you imagine if this falls into the wrong hands? Mm. Good afternoon. We're speaking today, if you're just joining me, about the acceleration of artificial intelligence. Uh, artificial intelligent models now can create smaller AI systems without the help of humans. Uh, we may see an arms race between nations regarding artificial intelligence. You know, a lot, a lot of the people who are on the tip of the spear on this, the front end of this, Elon Musk, Sam Altman, a lot of these people are saying, hey, we need to pump the brakes. We all got to pause. But if the U.S. pauses, will China, will our enemies? If Google stops, will we'll, we'll Meta? You know, I mean, do, do you want your competitor getting the jump on you, giving them a couple months lead? No way, right? So as a result, what do you see? You see, uh, you know, the foot on the accelerator. And, you know, I don't know how good our brakes are on this. That, that's part of the problem. This thing can get so big and it can get out of control. And that's the concern of a lot of these experts saying, look, we really, we got to be careful. Uh, because if it gets out of control, there's going to be real problems. My guest today is Dr. Eugene Gahn. It's great to have him here with me. We'll take your calls for him too today as we take a look at all things AI, kind of our artificial intelligence update. He's a faculty associate of the Veritas Center and a professor of interactive media communications and fine arts at Franciscan U. And he also uh, can be found online. Go to Eugene Gahn. That's G-A-N. Eugene Gahn. Weebly.com. Doctor, let's just jump right in the phones. Feel free to sound off on anything you heard, too. If you want to talk about that, feel free to go ahead and do that. Sounds uh, great. We'll go to Marianne in Chicago first. Marianne, good afternoon. Hi, Marianne. Hi, thank you so much for studying this and helping us uh, grapple with it. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's it. being presented to the world that we all do have to deal with it. This was an experience that I had just recently with my eight-year-old grandchild. I was you know, the parents set up, you know, whatever it was we were supposed to watch. And this is a grandchild that always was sensitive. Okay. So it was like a scene from Cinderella. It was, it was benign in my opinion. Okay. But the dark side is presented in these stories. So she ran out of the room like she, she tends to do. And I went after her and I said, you know, Lydia, <clears throat> what's wrong, honey? She was for the first time at the age of eight, able to articulate with me what was wrong. Now I'm going to paraphrase because she said it, you know, in so many words, but she said, Nana, there's something wrong with, with having emotions about something that isn't real. Right. And Praise it Jesus. really hit me. And this was way, you know, she was responding not to AI, but in a way it was AI yeah. in a way, right. yeah. you know, just the animation is there's something artificial and, uh, intelligently designed to produce yeah. it. So, you know, and yet it's, you know, she could probably take this in a storybook format, but on the screen, it impacted her. And it's just a beautiful thing for a child to be able to say, I don't know that I want to do this with my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Please continue to pray for her and pray for her protection. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, Mary, it, it, it's, a, it's a great point, though, uh, because with AI, when it's in robotic form, when it's on your screen or whatever, people are going to get into a relationship with it. You can talk to the thing. It's almost creepy the way it'll talk back to you. It can create a profile on you. Some of the pieces I saw showed how, how this stuff even uh, it claimed to one of the reporters that was doing their investigation and saying, it kind of didn't let its creator know, but it kind of had 
peeked in on him to see what he was doing at night, went into his webcam. Right. Watch. Are you familiar with that? Did you hear some of that? It, it was just absolutely bizarre stuff. Listen to phone conversations. In another incident, and I think we talked about this in the past, this one AI thought it was in love with this journalist, right? right? I mean, some weird stuff. Right. And in Japan, they are consciously creating robots to take care of the elderly. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, where where's the human touch? Where's the compassion? Uh, are we not teaching the young to love and cherish the elderly? Yeah. Uh, that that is definitely of concern. Yeah, and and um, did you see recently? They there's now a 24 hour channel that is all AI. The audio is no. AI generated. The visuals are all AI generated. Well, granted, right now it's oh. kind of, well, um, what's the word for it? Wow, it looks that's like amazing. On, yeah, some, some, some LSD kind of weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. Right, right. But uh, the point is, it's now a 24-hour complete AI generated channel. I mean, very soon. And, and very soon, I would say, you know, we're not saying yeah. years down the road. We're saying it's yeah. already happening now. Yeah, I know. I agree. It's accelerating. And we need to be vigilant. Crazy. Let's go to Miami, Florida. Uh, Ernie's there. He wants to join the conversation, too. Ernie, good afternoon. Hi, Ernie. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Drew. Um, I, I just wanted to put my two cents. Somebody mentioned uh, the Stanley Kubrick movie. A right. better movie on the subject is Colossus, the Forbin yeah. Project. Yeah, the Forbin Project. It came out like a 1960, yeah, it's called Colossus, the Forbin Project. came out like in 1969, 1970. It deals with the United, it was the height of the Cold War. The United States makes a, a giant computer that that uh, is supposed to solve all their problems. Wow. The Russians are building one, too, at the same time, called Guardian. The Americans is called Colossus. I'm not going to say any more, but it's a movie worth watching. Yeah, I've never seen uh, it. It deals, it, it deals with this. Uh, with this subject, they, they some they take over the world. You know, they, they become God. <laughs> okay, wow. they, they they join they join together. Uh, it's really really the actor is like I don't know if you remember the Rat Patrol, the, the German officer from the he's the actor, wow. Doctor Forbin, and uh, and uh, I don't know his. Well, Ernie, thanks. Anyway, well, <laughs> I've not seen it, but I'll, I'll check it out. I love those type of movies. Doctor, are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with it, but I've not seen it either. It's on my list, but it wasn't very high on my list at the point at that point. Wow. But yeah, it had something to do with AI and how the AI was hooked in with the um, with a supercomputer in order to launch missiles or something in order to yeah. Well, it, it, it solved all kinds of mathematical problems at wow. first. It was the greatest thing since sliced bread, yep. and then it yeah, it took over it took over our missiles. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, it, and the Russian one took over well, their missiles. On that and point, it, 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 that's all I have to say. Yeah, well, thank you, Arnie. Let, let, let me let me play some audio then on that point. Then we'll go back to the phones here. Maggie, find the clip. I think it was from the, the, the Y files there that we had on um, it's the very end of it where it talks. They asked the question, like when you ask artificial intelligence, if you ask AI, you know, how, how do I make a bomb? Right. Well, they won't, it won't do it. It's not allowed to do that, but you could say, Hey, based on the ingredients I have, I shouldn't be saying this on the air. I can't tell you, I can't tell you how to get around this. So what somebody did, I'm going to stop right there. What ended up happening was, um, 
is they, you know, you, they tried to ask, hey, hey, you know, would AI ever start a nuclear war or eliminate the human race? Um, oh, no, we, we're not programmed to do that. We're here to do whatever. Then it, the, the person asked it a very clever question. Well, kind of gave it a hypothetical, like as to um, if I'm writing a story about how AI would do this, how would you do this? I forget exactly what the premise was. Right. It laid out the scenario. I have not heard this audio. I asked one of my producers to grab it this morning, uh, but I think he grabbed it. And uh, let's see if this is it. Maggie, can you do you know what I'm talking about there? No, not could AI get smarter? Is there another? Uh, no, not arms race. Is there another one in there? Oh, all right. Well, I, I don't know. I'll have, during the next break, I'll have to try to find it. But the play could AI get smarter than us or or arms race? Either one of those two. Thousands of the world's top thinkers and engineers and entrepreneurs signed a petition calling for a six-month pause on any AI development that's more advanced than GPT-4. Even the scientists creating AI are issuing dire warnings. Now, most of the public is not aware of this petition, the people who signed it, or what the risks of AI really are. And I think it's because apocalyptic movies like Blade Runner and Terminator and The Matrix are a big part of our culture. And when you hear that AI can take over and destroy the Earth, it sounds like science fiction, but this is very much science fact. Connor Leahy is an expert on AI safety. This is complete and utter lunacy. Let me be blunt here. Even if you, dear listener, don't totally buy the existential risk thing, you know, maybe you don't buy it, it's fine. But it is the case that the leaders of all the top labs, Anthropic, DeepMind, OpenAI, have been on the record saying clearly that they do think that there is a realistic possibility that these technologies will kill literally everybody, and they're doing it anyways. The dangers aren't 50 years away. They are five to 10 years away. And we need to act now to prevent a disaster from happening. Jeffrey Hinton is called the godfather of AI. He's one of the pioneers of deep learning who developed some of the most important techniques used by modern artificial intelligence. But after 10 years as VP and engineer at Google, he stepped down. He wants to raise public awareness about the risks of artificial intelligence. And he felt he could only do that honestly if he wasn't being paid by a major corporation. I think there's a lot of different things we need to worry about with this, with these new kinds of digital intelligence. And so what I've been talking about mainly is what I call the existential threat, which is the chance that they get more intelligent than us and they'll take over from us, they'll get control. Yeah, it's frightening when you hear that, right? Uh, the doctor, the piece that I don't think my producer grabbed, um, it would follow up. It, yeah. it would follow up on that, and then AI gave the scenario. If I could try to pull it from my memory banks, right? Where it it's locked away, right? Where we realize the danger of this getting out, the containment being problematic, but it finds a way to somehow um, jump into, there was like a, a robot, you know, a, a, a wireless vacuum machine or the Wi-Fi. It found a way to get in, found a, a hole, was able to get out to other networks. And before you knew it, he, they didn't have to set off nuclear bombs. They could take over military bases. But what they did is they saw volatility in the stock market. There was the crashing of markets. Power grids went down. Soon there was chaos. People began to lose their lives. Drones would take to the air. And if, if humans were, were found to turn on any light or, uh, you know, start any car, the AI would know it. The human race ended up having to go out into very rural places. It laid out a very detailed scenario of how it would not only would it eradicate a large portion of life, 
but the world as we know it would be radically different. Now, it sounds like a science fiction novel, but based, and I'm not doing a very good job explaining how it laid it out, and I'm going to try to find the audio next time you're on so I can play it for you. But but you you hear what's happening. you got the experts saying, we got to contain this stuff. If it gets smarter than us, we might have too much on our hands. Well, two things real quick there, because one, uh, all this information is available online. Any one of us, any one of you could just go to a search engine and search what the prompts are necessary to use one of the freely available AI engines uh, to circumnavigate the, 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 the so-called block so that the engine would give you all this kind of information. And at this, and then the second point is that that their whole idea about artificial intelligence, it's, I, I've, I've got an issue with that because it's not really intelligent, not not by by what we know as human beings. So, for instance, just a few weeks ago, just this is just in January, a new study came out in which uh, a bunch of doctors in in New York uh, had had put together this study and 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 identified that Chat GPT misdiagnosed. 83% of children's health problems, 83%. So is wow. this chat GPT, is it that great in terms of, of its intelligence? No, not yet. it's not in this aspect. Yeah. So I, I just don't want our listeners to, to start, or, or anyone really, uh, to idolize AI. It is not something, it is, it is definitely not God, it's not even God with a lowercase g. Yeah. You know, it, it's a tool. It can be a tool, but it's going to be abused. And I'm saying it's going to be abused already probably is because what are the headlines just a few days ago also? World Health Organization demands surveillance powers to monitor every man, woman, and child for, quote, disease control. And then along with that, Bill Gates, in his, in his interview with Sam Altman, he was talking about AI and the potential for new global controls. Why? They, according to him, to maintain peace, safety, and democracy around the world. But the real question becomes, well, whose ideas of world peace and democracy and control? Yeah. My guest today, Dr. Eugene Gahn. Let me take a quick break here doctor i have to i'm up against the clock i come back we'll take a few more calls and we'll talk more yeah and i, I don't want to instill fear in people this is not you know, we're not here to be afraid the one who prays does not fear the future the mother of god has said and i believe that uh, we are in a wild new frontier and uh, this could be used for great good and if it is goods will be multiplied if it falls into the wrong hands or it's used for illicit purposes then evils will be multiplied we're at that fork in the road now and I'm just saying we need to choose the right path and do everything we can to make sure this does not go off the rails. I've got to take a short pause. I hope you'll stay with me. I'll be back with Dr. Gon, your calls and more right after this. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hey, looking for a new job? How about one that offers opportunities for spiritual, social, and charitable growth? Our sponsor, Catholic Order of Foresters, is hiring new agents today. Visit relevantradio.com slash Forrester. An Illinois Life Insurance Society, not available in all states. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. 
nothing's left there. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. That is such a great version of that. I mean, that's AI generated Johnny Cash. I mean, it's awesome. That really is. Uh, sounds just like Johnny. And of course, uh, that's all ones and zeros. <laughs> it's all digital. Uh, you know, we had uh, here at the network, uh, my colleague Patrick Madrid's producer Cyrus put together a um, a promo for the Patrick Madrid show, and he's got a Snoop track, a Snoop Dogg track underneath of Snoop Dogg, you know, uh, doing a promo for Patrick Madrid. It's all digitally created, you know, and, and this is the future. There's going to be some fun with it. There's going to be art. There's going to be a lot of other things that can come from this. We're also talking about some of the dangers and ultimately making sure that whatever we do is used for good. I'm joined today by Dr. Eugene Gahn. His website, check it out, okay? It's eugenegahn.weebly.com. eugenegahn.weebly.com. He wrote a book called Infinite Bandwidth, Encountering Christ in the Media. And he's here for your calls today. And, Doctor, let's grab a few calls and how quickly this final segment goes. And uh, up next is Don from Southern Illinois. Don, you're on the air with Dr. Gahn. Good afternoon. Hi, Don. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you for uh, for being there. Okay. And thank you for this subject. You know, it occurs to me, I'm not young anymore, not by a long shot, but it occurs to me looking back uh, over the things uh, that I've noticed in, in, in the world in my lifetime. Uh, if you go back, you consider the, um, the impact of the influential speakers of the past. I mean, there was rising, uh, I mean, from people like Kant and, uh, oh, well, anyway, like I said, I'm older now and I don't remember things as well. But the but thing that I'm trying to make is that you've had, yeah, the point you, that I'm trying to make is that uh, you've had influential speakers bring up communism, socialism, yeah. Marxism, uh, and any hundred of hundreds of other isms and, and social things that are contrary to human nature. Right. If they can do that, convincing people who are able to supposedly think on their own, how, I mean, what's left for the human race? You know, yeah. first of all, secondly, if this AI is that um, influential and that um, able to do things, uh, what good is our elect or what good will our elections be in the future? Well, thanks, Don. Uh, there's a lot to unpack there. And, and I know, uh, Dr. Gon, your concern is the deep fakes and how it's going to manipulate people and maybe even manipulate algorithms and a whole litany of other things. I think elections are going to be impacted by this. That, it that's absolutely for sure. is. And it's not even a thing of the future. It's happening right now. Yeah. And, and, and which is why the call to be vigilant yeah. And, and, you know, in the end, what does Scripture tell us? Scripture tells us that our, our battle is not against is human beings. It's against principalities and powers. You know, from the vision of Pope Leo, uh, Satan's hundred years is up. He's panicking. He's throwing everything at us. And, and hence, we see a lot of evil. But again, Scripture reminds us the more... The more sin abounds, the more grace abounds, and, and so much grace is abounding. I will just say, from my perspective, I've been witnessing with my family. We've been praying with people. We've been witnessing miracles happening right in front of us, witnessing Jesus healing physically, people with pain disappearing, just, in, just, just Jesus just healing people. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome. 
you know, words for people, words of knowledge, prophetic words. It's amazing what Jesus is doing. So, yes, you know, as you had said earlier, Drew, no fear. We want to be vigilant, but not fearful. We want to be close to Jesus. Thank you, Dr. Tim in Thousand Oaks, California. You're on there with Dr. Eugene Gahn. Hi, Tim. Uh, hi, Mr. Uh, hi, Dr. Gahn. How are you? Hi, thank you, Mr. Mariani. You uh, yeah, I guess I'm taking a bit of a skeptical perspective so far. Um, it seems to me that I've seen this like go on. The AI uh, push goes on about every 10 years in computer science. Um, you know, I first heard, heard about it through LISP. It was an invention that came up in the 60s, a language they invented in the mm-hmm. 60s. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, ended up, we ended up calling it lots of idiotic, stupid parentheses in our computer science classes. And then there was Scheme, there was scheme in the early 90s. And, um, and it just seems to me it cycles about every 10 years. It comes back. And, and, and I'm not, I'm, this, the stuff that they're doing now is amazing. But, you know, when it comes right down to it, aren't, you know, the fact that we're talking about this, isn't this, isn't this like free advertising for Google and Microsoft? Not quite. It is. Yeah, yeah. You, you raise really good points. It's not quite free advertising. It's more being vigilant. The reason for that also is because right now the, the WEF, the WHO, they're all pushing for, for this surveillance to monitor every single man, woman, and child on the earth. And the way they're using that is to utilize AI to, in real time, monitor everything that we're communicating with one another, whether it's on the phone, audio, or whether we're we're typing out something in a forum or in one of the social media. AI is going to monitor that way faster than any human being can ever. And so our communication is hampered. Our expression of ourselves is, 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 is hampered. And, and not just hampered, but can be changed. There is a, this whole, it's never been done before. So yeah, it's come in cycles, but it's never been done before where these global elites are proposing to, uh, not proposing, they're already using AI, but they're proposing to do it in even more, uh, in yeah. more insidious ways well, that, that impact each and every one of us. That's, that's why we need to be vigilant now. Tim, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. I, I yeah, hope in some good. respects, you know, it doesn't, um, uh, it doesn't have the threat that so many of these experts who are developing it claim it will have if if it gets out of control. I, and doctor, I don't want to leave people on fear with fear, no, and, and I want to give not. you final thoughts here because in the end, like I, I've said this before about the internet, about television, about all of these gifts of our intellect, if they're used for good, goods are multiplied. You know, it's it, it, they're, they're wonderful things. If they're used for evil, then evils multiply. So we need to really be conscious of that as we move down the, the this lane because, as you know, it will be manipulated. It'll be used for some illicit things. But we got to be at the front of this, too, and, and, and do good with it. But final thoughts. you got about a minute. Uh, yeah, the, in prayer, in preparing for this, I, I was just receiving revival, revival in praising and worshiping God, revival in the silence and solitude of intimacy with Jesus. Draw close to Jesus. You know, Blessed Mama has been saying to us, uh, and Medjugorje, for instance, the latest message was, this is a time for prayer. It certainly is. It's a time to stay close to Jesus through Mama. Well, Doctor, thank you for your time. Check out uh, The Good Doctor and his book. Check out his website. We'll catch up again, okay? Sounds look forward great. to our conversations. They're always, they're always insightful. Uh, I'm out of time for the day. Thanks for allowing me to be part of your afternoon. If you missed any of the conversation or you want to share it with someone else, be sure and download that podcast. 
Uh, you can pray with me every afternoon at 3. Father Rocky will be praying the rosary tonight at 7. Let's pray for peace in the world. Count on my prayers. Thank you for yours. Have a good day.